I was sitting there in the truck with my best friend, Philip, and we were talking about it. I was like, I cannot find anybody to restore this mural. And it was like right there. And, in, and I'm like, I got to give up, you know, it's just going to go away. Just take a picture of it. And Philip turns to me and I'll never forget this moment. He's like, well, why don't you just do it? Welcome to Drop the Disc. We've got a great episode for you today with Addison Nide, who you may also know as at Garden City Artist on Instagram. And not only has his art taken a form in Augusta, but he's been an artist his whole life. I did my very first mural when I was like eight years old on my closet doors. He's probably best known for his work refinishing older classic murals around Augusta, like the Coca-Cola one on Reynolds Street and the less old Pink Slips mural off 13th Street. And he talks to us about his process and how he got started. And it inspired me, like, I, w I need, like, I need to do this. But we're not just here to talk about what Addison's done for Augusta. He also has some really exciting projects that he can't even talk about yet, coming right over the horizon. I'm, I'm gonna make it, I'm actually gonna make it a national event if they, I'll make it a statewide thing. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Drop the Disc podcast. We hope that you enjoy the show and leave a rating, review, or just tell a friend once you do. And it's my pleasure to continue to talk about how this show is presented by our great friend, Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. And all I'll say is when looking around Augusta and looking around the world, real estate is a scary place right now. And no matter what you're looking to do, you need to enter with expertise at your side. And that's what Nancy is. She's expertise and community oriented all at the same time. So for your next real estate questions, for your next real estate need, check her out at powellpropertypros.com. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, at the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste, I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AG in the mix, just drop the disc Just drop the disc Better drop the disc And shout out to C-Lark, C.L-A-R-K You can find his music wherever you listen to yours Make sure you add him to your next playlist Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We're Drop the Disc Podcast. We've got a really, really cool guest on the show. A lot of y'all have been uh, requesting him to be on the show. Yeah, and usually we don't do like the same guest back to back so right. often, um, but this is a little bit of a different circumstance. Yeah, and what David's talking about is we had him on our uh, live podcast, first live podcast ever at Booyah. Arts in the Heart. It was a very successful episode. I didn't realize it was going to be 58 minutes long, though. No kidding. <laughs> we, we After yeah. editing out all the all the pauses of our guests coming onto the stage and whatnot, yeah. David 
58 minutes for a live podcast. I no mean, wonder we ran over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, without further ado, we are here today with... Addison Nighty. And your, for, for people that are at home and they're like, who's Addison? What's your handle on Instagram? Uh, it is the Garden City Artist. Yes. And you could pretty much like stop it there yeah. if you wanted to because that's like that's like your thing. Like that's what yeah. we all kind of know you for right now at least. Really? That and Coca-Cola. That Coca-Cola. and Coca-Cola. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the thing follows me around everywhere. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. We're glad Thanks to have so you much on. For uh, we're excited to dive into your story. This is such a cool studio. I love this place Thank so you. much. Thank and you. Why you? It's just, oh my gosh. The view is hard to beat. Yes. We were talking before the show started about the Lamar building, and we just want to put a little pressure on those people to go yeah. ahead and get started. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the scaffolding can only stand out there so long. We need to see work. Yeah. Let's get a pressure wash. <laughs> um, let's get a whole bunch of paint. Yeah. yeah. Look at that blank wall right there. What would you? What would you paint that? Oh, man. I don't know. What color would you paint it? Bright yellow. Bright yellow. I love it. <laughs> oh, we'll stand we'll out, agree yeah. to disagree on that one. <laughs> <laughs> if you did a bright yellow and then added a happy robot on it, I think we'd all be happy. Yeah, See, I, I feel like green would be cool, but I, I don't know. Anyway, we don't have to argue what about the color. What hue of green? Like, a, like, a, like our logo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Not not a Kelly green. No, no, not a not a darker green. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, we're we're gonna go ahead and get started. <laughs> so uh Addison, you know, for, for the people that listen to the live, they're kinda gonna know the beginning of this already, but just since this is your episode, we're gonna do you the justice, do the whole thing right. So um, before we before we kind of jump into like your background and stuff, give us like a thirty second, like we mentioned Garden City artists, we've talked about paint. But give us a little background of like what you do in Augusta, what people might know you for. I do a lot of the mural restorations. The, I restore a lot of the old ghost signs around downtown. Um, I feel like they're, they're really important as well as I do a lot of original art and calligraphy work for like wedding planners and uh, events and stuff like that for chalkboards. Okay. Yeah, and I've seen you do some, some murals in businesses recently as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we'll jump you. into all that in a minute. But let's start with getting your background. And um, I think I remember correctly that you're not from Augusta. Is oh, that no. right? No, sir. So talk about that. Talk about growing up. Uh, you know, were you always into art? Like, Yeah. Yeah. I was always doodling on napkins in the Cracker Barrel. Or, Love that. Know, can I say that? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can do Absolutely. that. Yeah, you, you can, can say, say that. whatever okay. you want. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was just doodling on napkins like when I was a kid and stuff and on paper plates. I would always doodle. I always had crayons or pencils in my hand. And, you know, I did my very first mural when I was like eight years old on my closet doors, you know. Oh, parents love that. Yeah, yeah. I got got all the praise for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I've always loved art. And uh, it was was the only grade I was really good at in school. And uh, because I'm horrible at math and horrible at geometrics and algebra and all that fun stuff but i think um, we all are yeah at some point (laughs) economics wasn't my thing the engineers are shaking their fists right now (laughs) (laughs) so addison you mentioned you're not from augusta originally where where you Um, know where did you grow up uh in cincinnati ohio cincinnati ohio uh, then we moved to columbus ohio okay and then uh, louisville kentucky and then uh, we moved around a lot and this is all when you were young, like yeah. like in all school kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I changed schools a lot. Um, I was in three different elementary schools and then like four different middle schools and two different high schools. So my dad uh, was the district manager over Shot and Scenes Shoe Stores. Uh, Walmart bought him out, uh, but they're a big, really big shoe company. Um, and he was the district manager, and he was over three different states. Wow. Um, so we moved from 
you know, Kentucky to Ohio to Indiana a lot. So we were all, all over just those three states as growing up. That's interesting. I can't even imagine that. That's tough. Yeah, it, it was. It was really hard for me to make friends because um, as soon as I made a friend, we were already moved. moved, yeah. moved again. Is that kind of one of the things that got you into doing art in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I would just draw. I would draw comics. I loved Batman and Superman, and uh, I loved reading comics. And um, I would always draw them, and they be kind of became my friends. So yeah, that's. I could not imagine having to move that much in elementary school. Yeah, it wasn't that bad until middle school when right. I was really building a founding like a foundation, mm-hmm. foundational mm-hmm. friendships with people, mm-hmm. and then you know trying to stay in contact with them. Um, my parents were really, really rad about it. They were, you know, they took me across state lines just so we could hang out. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was, it was really hard. That's hard. Yeah. Um, were you the only sibling? I mean, were you, yeah. you were the only child? I'm the only child. Okay. Yeah. I'm also adopted. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my, my mom kind of just left, had me and, and left. <laughs> it was, it's a, it's funny story to me, but. Not to other people, but I don't think it's then, something we can necessarily laugh at, but y- yeah, you know, I, I can because you know, I had to deal with it in my own way. You have I, the right, it was years and years ago, so um, but over time, we we you know reconnected and we had um, like a reunion kind of thing where that's I great got to meet her and my biological mother and yeah, you know, hang out with her. And I had a little relationship with her, uh, and then she passed away. Oh, wow, but, was that but recent but that, that you met her? Uh, yeah, when I was, um, I mean, I had a hardy, I, I had kind of known who she was and, but I never had a relationship with her. I mm-hmm, never had right. like something that I could just call her and be like, Hey, you know, I could never ever to like to the day that she passed, I couldn't call her mom. I couldn't, you know, I never did. And I, I still can't, you know, cause right. it, like when you're adopted and you have, you know, your parents mm-hmm. that you grew up with, like I had a, a big identity, I had a dad, yeah. a dad and you know, I just, yeah. It was, it was, it was tough. That's different. Yeah. That's hard to conceptualize too. And, you know, talking about parents, I don't know about your parents, but my parents, when, you know, especially with things like art, you know, you hear a lot of the time, like, uh, like, you know, it's really great that you love to do this, but you got to figure out what you want to do for your career while you do art kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. What, what did they have to say? Like, did you want to become an artist you know, or was it kind of something you thought you always might just do as a side thing? Like how, what were your thoughts on, on that? Yeah. They mentioned it a lot to me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just, at that time, um, I, I just, I wasn't, I was focused on art as, as a hobby. It's something mm-hmm. I just really love okay. to do. I had no idea that I could actually make a career out of it. And they sat me down like right after high school and they're like, you could go to work for Disney or you could go to work for. So it's the reverse. It's them telling you yeah, to actually I, follow your dreams. They did. They, they were like, you need to pursue this. And I was like kicking. I was kicking up against the wall. I didn't want to. Like I wanted to be like my dad and I wanted to get into retail and I wanted to, to follow in his footsteps. So I'm like, art, you know, I'm not that good to make money. You know, there's no way I could. There's no way, you know, I could ever do it. So I just, he was my idol. Like I idolized my dad and I, I just, um, it wasn't until I was actually living the retail life and I'm like, this is, this is stupid. 
<laughs> Sometimes you just gotta learn by doing. Yeah. So, so can we talk about that a little bit? Did you go to college? Somewhere? I did. Where'd yeah, you go? I went to Full Sail University. Okay, and uh, down in Orlando, Florida. All right. Uh, after we moved, um, my dad retired. Right next to Disney World. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> dad, I'm going to Disney World. I know. Right my full mom. Sale. Oh my! <laughs> if my mom listens to this, she's gonna be like, "I told you, Addison." <laughs> Um, Shout out to your parents. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, yeah. So when my dad finally retired, when I guess Walmart bought him out. Right. Um, they bought all the chains and he retired when I was 17. And we were living in Louisville, Kentucky. And he was like, he, he came up to my mom and me and he was like, we're going to move to Daytona Beach. And I'm like, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're moving to Daytona beach, Florida. And he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I bought a condo. I was like, you bought a condo. <laughs> like you just like, you're doing all this stuff and not even telling us. And he's yeah. You coming? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to Daytona beach, Florida. What? Had you, you ever know? been to Daytona? No, I had, I mean, there's baby pictures of me. Had you, you ever know? been to the beach? No. That's probably there's why your dad wanted like, to go to the beach so badly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of pictures of me at the beach, but I don't remember it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But when he said that, it just, it was totally like out of left field and I didn't go, you know, I was working where I was working at the time in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And I was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to Daytona beach, Florida. You know, like I get it. Like you're retiring. Like you want to go down there. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but after a year, it really sunk in. I was like, I am low key freaking out. I don't have my parents here anymore. Mm. And it was just, it was month after month. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I stayed and I was, and I called my dad Finally, um, cause my dog has just passed away that we had, he was our family dog and, and they gave him to me. Um, he had just passed away. He was like 17 years old. Mm. And, um, I was like, I can't take it. And he's like, why don't you just come down here and just like spend the holidays with us? And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I went out, when I got there, he's like, Hey, why don't you just go talk to this guy? He's got a job lined up for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Dad. You, yeah. Yeah. And he was trying, he was really trying to convince me to stay. Yeah. You know, and I didn't, I really didn't want it because it, it's so freaking hot there. Yeah. Like the sand just eats away at your car. It's like always in your eyes. <laughs> you know, it's just, I didn't, I didn't like it because, you know, for, we're from up north and yeah. going to Florida, it's just a totally different, right. being 17, the, the, you know, the, the smart guy I was back then, <laughs> you know, I was just, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it at first, right? You know, but my dad was there and, you know, he convinced me to stay and then I got it. He got me a job and, you know, it just evolved. Yeah. Um, so this was, you were 17 at the time. Yeah. So you were living, you were living alone while you were 17 mm -hmm. for a little bit. Yeah. I had my own apartment and finally job, moving with car. your parents. And is that how you went to full sale? Yep. Yeah. They paid for my first semester and they said, well, we'll, uh, but it was, you know, at that time, it was it was a big chunk of money, right? Um, and I just couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. And you know, they were living on their retirement, so they're like, "We can't." You know, we try to get we got your job, and you know, we got <laughs> your first semester. You got to maintain this, and yeah. I, I couldn't maintain it because it was so expensive. Mm -hmm. So I never actually finished. But I have a lot of credit hours. I could go finish it if I wanted to, but it was too expensive for me. So what you do? What what did you end up doing? Um, well, I met up with a, a, a bunch of people that really liked comic books and, okay. you know, we had a lot in common I was really into that whole scene Like Comic-Con was really big in Orlando and in Florida. And we had a lot of 
different conversations and I always wanted to do my own comic book. So we kind of did that. And, uh, you guys made a comic book. We did. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, I like talking about it because it's a big, it, it right. was a big achievement for me, but we didn't go about it the right way and we didn't do it right. And there was a lot of legal, you know, you can't draw Batman and publish a Batman book without, you know, getting <laughs> right. Uh, right. Know, right. Warner I, I and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at that time, you know, I was 19 years old and we were, we had this awesome story and, um, we were plugging it at Comic-Con and it wasn't, it was actually called Megacon Orlando. Right. It wasn't Comic-Con, but I'm sorry. Um, but we had, we had this whole story and I drew it up and we had covers and we were all, we were talking about it on panels and, you know, promoting it, thinking that, you know, it's okay. <laughs> and, you know, anybody can do comics if, yeah. they, want, if the, they want to. And, and, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, said, no, you can't. <laughs> and, uh, they shut that down, but, um, it was, it was a really big achievement for me. Right. I really love it. Yeah. And I love the story that we told. Do you and have like copies of it that, that like you just kind of have? Uh, yeah, I wish I had better copies of it, but when, when during some, the, the move from Daytona to Augusta, I lost a lot of stuff and I, I'm pretty sure if I went through my storage, I could totally find it. I know I have the covers, the original covers, mm-hmm. um, that my best friend, Mac Sutton did, um, and he draws for DC now too. Wow, um, <laughs> ironic. So he he got in. He got in. Yeah, he got in. <laughs> but he was. <clears throat> yeah, he was much better than me. So. so you were 19 at this time. You do the comic book. You mm-hmm. find out that uh, legal property does exist, <laughs> and uh, so so you yeah. kind of you're not in school anymore. What's your career trajectory? What what did you decide to do? Uh, I was working at Blockbuster. Um, for, RIP. for a really, really long time. Yeah. <laughs> Man. For, from beginning to end. And right when I turned 19, they started uh, announcing their liquidation and bankruptcy. Um, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Because like, <laughs> all those people didn't like, return their videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those and VHSs. Those, yeah. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but after they liquidated it, uh, they offered me a job in Texas. Um, they had a Blockbuster Express. And it was like part of like Dish Network. They were going to do boxes and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like Netflix and at the time, right? It was like they were mailing stuff out. Yeah, it was it was a lot like that. Yeah. And uh, I was like, if they're going to go bankrupt now, they're not gonna, <laughs> I mean, they're not going to last They're going to go bankrupt no. again. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I I just decided um, at the time, like, I'm just going to go to work for myself. Because uh, I was with Blockbuster for a really long time. And... I loved every minute of it. It's all, it's what I knew. It's all I knew. You know, I had a, my very first job in Louisville, Kentucky was movie gallery. So I've always, Oh, worked. movie gallery. Yep. Yeah. Do yep. you remember that? Nice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then right after that, I'm like, I'm going to start my own business. I'm just going to work for myself because I didn't know anything else. I, mm-hmm. I worked for myself for blockbuster and these movie, when you worked for a movie place, like they, they were so laid back and chill. It's like, you're working for, you know, just a friend. Right. They, they let you run it. You know, so it's just, it was almost like I was running a business. So what you, what was this business? I started a a historical uh, painting and restoration company. Uh, I really, at the time. So that goes, that goes deep for you. That goes way back. Yeah. Wow. Well, I love, I I love history Mm -hmm. and I love historic uh, properties. And Mm -hmm. I really, on the side to make extra income, I was actually painting houses with a friend and doing a lot of residential and commercial work on the side, like on the weekends. Um, to make extra money and he would tell me about all like the historic 
renovations that people would have to do and just he'd walk me through like the whole process of what it takes to actually restore a historic building and a lot of them in St. Augustine, Florida and mm-hmm. Palm Coast, Florida mm-hmm. and there's a big historic district up there and he did a lot of work on those really old homes and I just I was falling in love with that era and I'm like I want to I really want to do this and he kind of took me under his wing and he showed me like kind of the ropes on how to start this business and and it just really took off from there. What was it called? Uh, it's I, I still own it. Okay. It's so what is it? Oh, so what is it called then? <laughs> uh, relevant painting. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you started a business when you were 19 years old? I was 20. 20. Yeah, 20 and you and that's still your business today. Yeah. yeah. That's it's still in Daytona. That's a uh, That's a new one. That's something so so people just kind of run it for you, you kind of just yeah. oversee it kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's like the entrepreneur's dream. I've I've tried to to move it here. Um there's a lot of um there's a lot of hiccups in Augusta that kind of prevent the historic res- there's a lot more to it to do it here mm-hmm. than it is like red tape. Uh there's just it's you have to go anytime you want to do anything to an historic building in Augusta, you have to go through the preservation committee mm-hmm. and then they have to approve it. But that's a $200 application for every single project. So, you know, that's just, that's a lot. And then they could not approve it. Even to paint a house, you have to go through them. If wow. it's in the historic district, you can't do anything without them signing off on it. Wow. So what is, what is it like in say St. Augustine? Yeah, it's not like that. You you, just, you're the you owner. Just do you it? can do it as long as you want. Um, but there's, you, uh, you have to go through the, the city commission to mm-hmm. make sure that if you do any kind of painting work, um, that it doesn't have any lead-based paint in it. Out of curiosity, do you know what it would be like in uh, Charleston? What that might be like? Char- Charleston? South Carolina. Oh, no. You, okay. The, the, in the historic district, every house has a plaque on who used to live there. So it, it just really? looks very official. The rainbow row with yeah. all the different color houses. And, and so I just, I was curious to know if they had a similar process. Cause if they don't, Augusta needs to get their stuff together. I would guess they probably have a similar process to us. Although we don't have a rainbow row. So it's a little <laughs> bit crazy right. to think that, that we would have the same <laughs> yeah, process exactly. as them. Stick around. We'll be back with more with Addison Nide after this quick message. Hey guys, Chris here with Drop the Disc Podcast. I want to talk a little bit about our favorite brewery here in Augusta, Georgia that has been sponsoring us for almost three years now. I'm going to read off some upcoming events that Savannah River Brewing Company has, and I'm just getting this right off their Facebook. So if you don't follow them on Facebook, go ahead and follow them at Savannah River Brewing Company. They post all of their things, new beer releases, everything. October 29th, they're doing an oyster roast. I'll definitely be there. Saturday, November 19th, Brewery Con at SRBC. And Saturday, November 19th, will be Savannah River Brewing Company's Chili Cook-Off. Guys, again, check them out on Facebook. That's where you can get all their information on what they're doing, tap releases, session IPAs they're bringing out, even events that they're doing. Check them out right now. Savannah River Brewing Company. So so you started this company. What... And and you already said you're having trouble, you know, doing the same model in Augusta. Yeah. So so I guess, what was it that brought you to Augusta? A girl. Yeah, uh, I was. I'm really deeply involved with my church down in Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, they really pushed my historic restorations around, and uh, residential painting around. And um, there's this girl that's from here, um, that still lives here. That went back and forth between Daytona and here. 
And we got to talking because I did a lot of artwork for the church and she liked the artwork. Mm-hmm. And she's like, have you ever heard of Augusta, Georgia? And I was like, no, no. What, what, tell me all about it. We have these murals that the people do on the side of buildings. And, and I'm like, what is that? Like, I didn't know like, anything <laughs> about that. And I was really interested. Like, you should come, come see it. And I'm like, I didn't know like what I was, what I was, you know, about to walk into. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> um, but she invited me up and uh, we, we dated for a really long time. And I finally got the chance to come up here, and it was an experience I, I will never, ever forget my first time in Augusta. Just the way that downtown Augusta made me feel as an artist and as an entrepreneur and a small business owner. I was like, it's so much different here in, than in Florida. Like, you don't real, like, people don't realize, like, how much Florida doesn't feel like a community. It feels more like that's a place you go to vacation. That's a place that you yeah. go to relax and be a tourist you know it has that tour it doesn't have like a community vibe it doesn't have like a like there's a podcast there that, right you know i could get invited to or i could have lunch with one of the business owners you know that it, it's just not like that you know it one of my favorite places at, at like a my type bar like the owner lives in like new york like nobody's actually lives there gotcha. you know so yeah. when i got here um it felt so much like a community and it I felt so so many different things, and I don't want to kind of rant on about it. No, that that's this is like our favorite part. Yeah, is, is <laughs> that that answer. When when was this? Uh, it was in the summer of 2018. Okay, okay. So you've been you've been you've been around here for a little bit. Yeah, I've been I've been back and forth a lot. I didn't actually decide to move here until um, 2020. Took about Perfect two timing. two years. <laughs> We're going to close everything down, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was a, it was a great time for me because um, everything was for rent. Yeah. And that's there's true. A, a bunch of properties in downtown uh, right over there. I live in Somerville. Um, Perfect. So the, it, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. The, like the house that, that, that I rent over in Somerville, mm-hmm. right. Is X, Y, and Z price. If that exact same house was picked up and moved to Ormond Beach, Florida, it'd be two, it three X. Yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Like times 10. <laughs> and when I, when they told me like the rental price, I was like, like, is that, is that, <laughs> is that a month? Day? Is that what, is like <laughs> a week? And they're like, this a month. And I was like, really? <laughs> and I was like this. So let me get this straight. Like Augusta is a community that I really love and I can like really see myself living here. And it's affordable. Yeah. Like it's because Florida is very expensive to, I'm live, sure. to live there. You know, it's just, it's always been that way as long as I can remember. But what made you like, like obviously all these things were great, mm-hmm. but like you had a business. Yeah. That's no small thing. Right. Yeah. That was what, the biggest thing that prevented me from moving. So what made you pull the trigger? I found a team that I really believed in with my church mm-hmm. um, that offered to take it over and I'd still own 51%. And I'd still, you know, gain a profit from that business. And, and, and that was it. And it, it not only, um, it really helps the community, um, because we went from restoring old homes to, uh, giving homeless people jobs. They can actually work for my company and make a little money as like a day labor. Um, and also we restore old churches too. down wow. there. That there's a lot of, uh, really, um, there's like, like anywhere there's just a bad, bad, bad parts yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. of yeah. Daytona that are, that are 
that just really need extra love. Right. And I use that um, to, I use my company to restore those homes for a much, much discounted rate. Can you remind us what that business is called again? Yeah, it's Relevant Painting. Awesome. And how can people find this business? Is is there a website well, I mean, for it? Yeah, or? I don't I don't do any of the marketing okay. or anything like that. That's it. Uh, there is a website. It's uh, <laughs> relevant. I'm pretty sure it's relevantpainting.com. Do you have like a page people could go see your projects like Instagram? Uh, not for relevant. Mm-mm. Not for relevant. Okay. But you can go on the website and you, you oh, can so see the, the whole projects. gallery. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Perfect. That's really cool that you have a gallery people can check out. Yeah. So now we're in Augusta. This is probably what you wanted to talk about anyway. So now we're in Augusta. We're now in Augusta. It's 2020. You moved here. It's 2020. It's a weird time. Mm -hmm. Um, You found a house or a place to live that's ridiculously cheap, apparently. Relatively. (laughs) Not here, but relatively. Compared to, you know, Daytona. Right. It was just unbelievable. So what what did you do? Uh, I started painting houses here. You know, I moved. I didn't want. I didn't want to do any of the historic things. I just wanted to do. I really wanted to try to get plug into a commercial painting because mm-hmm. it's something that w- wasn't really big in Daytona or gotcha. in Florida. Yeah, I thought maybe I could. You know, maybe I could plug it here. So I got a lot of commercial work um, just starting out, and I made. A, I'm very uh, OCD and extremely organized uh, about the way I plan things and the way I do things. And I had made it a giant plan. Like I'm going to move here and within 90 days, I'm going to make this much. And, you know, within six months, I'm going to do this, this, and this, like, that's just the way that, that I am. And, and, and uh, it really worked out for me, uh, thankfully here. (laughs) Um, But I got a lot of commercial properties uh, painting them and um, I was always like, what, what's next? What am I going to do? I'm always, in the back of my head, I'm always like, what am I going to do next? You know, I've been running this business for 10 years. You know, mm-hmm. like I want to do something really, really, really rad and something meaningful and something that means a lot to me. And I didn't know what to do. Um, and how, how old are you for the record? I'm 35. You're 30. I'll, be, I'll be 35 in December. Okay. Very rude, David. You, you don't know. You've, <laughs> you've got kidding. a cool, you've got a cool resume for a 35 <clears throat> year old to be able to start pursuing your passions. Like, yeah. You know, I'm yeah, I'm the worst critic on myself. You know? <laughs> I'm just I'm like, I haven't done enough. I just because the friends that I've made here, they're insanely successful, you know, and they're younger than I am. And I'm like, oh, you know, I could do that, too. <laughs> well, they don't have a business in Daytona that's fully well, staffed and giving people jobs and renovating yeah, old churches. So yeah. you got to compare, you know, apples to oranges situation going right. on. Yeah. But so you, I appreciate you it so you started you started doing commercial work, which mm-hmm. is obviously like the traditional business route. Mm-hmm. And I know you kind of started getting passionate about mm-hmm. trying to see some community change regarding these old murals. Yeah. So what happened there? How did how did you get involved in that? And what what was your involvement from the beginning? Well, from the very beginning, when I first when I first got here in 2018, mm-hmm. you know, um, my girlfriend at the time had drove me around all around um, the outskirts. We, we stayed like on the outskirts of like Reynolds and then like Ellis and then Green and Telfair before we actually went down Broad Street. Mm-hmm. And I remember the very first thing I saw in Augusta was that massive Coca-Cola, it's the real thing. Mm-hmm. The ghost yeah. sign right there, right right off that Bay Street exit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is that? And she goes, that's the old Coca-Cola building. I'm like, the Coca-Cola building? Like, what do you, like, when I saw it, it was like, it was a real, like a surreal moment for me. It was, 
Augusta, Why? like, because it, it's, you, you know, Coca-Cola is, like, when you, when you imagine Coca-Cola, you just kind of imagine the biggest company in the world. Sure. You know, yeah. they're, you know, they're, it's like Apple. At and, least top you know, five. Apple, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, and then when you see them, like, in this, like, little garage, you're like, well, what do they do there? Is that, like, the car replayer place? Or, <laughs> like, what was, like, that was the bottling company. You know, like, well, they made the bottles and they filled them up and corked them and sold mm-hmm. them. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like. It did something to the inside of me that I can't really explain seeing that. Um, as a business owner and just as somebody that takes a lot of pride in my independence, seeing a building that small from a company this big, knowing that they started out in such a small little place like that and built themselves up to be massively huge, it... it it means a lot to me yeah. and I think it gives people, it should, it, I hope it, that it would give people hope. Other people that want to start businesses and, you know, Coca-Cola started out really small, like, and we can prove it. They're right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like on a tiny little corner in less than 50,000 square feet. And you look at where they're at now on you know, 500,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. So it's just how much have they grown in 70 years? And they started right here. Augusta, after doing all my research, yeah. Augusta was the number three uh, largest production of Coca-Cola in, in the on Earth. Wow. On, on the planet. On Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You have to say that about them now. On yeah, Earth. That's, yeah. that's insane, though. It is. They were number three. They created the most jobs. They had the biggest factory, and we had it right here. And it was right downtown. And it, and it really, uh, you know, I, as a resident, I don't, feel like, I, I don't feel like I've been here long enough to have, like, a say and, and things. Um, that's why I keep my mouth shut about a lot of things. Um, but I don't like the fact that it's falling apart. And I don't like the fact that it's not on maps. And I don't like the fact that it's not in tourists. It's not do, talked about. Yeah, it's not talked about. Yeah. And you know, So what do you do? Well, I, I restore it. <laughs> well, but first, but first you tried to get other people to restore it, right? I did, what yeah. You, so I what campaigned were you doing? For, I was campaigning on Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> and I was trying to meet local artists around here. Uh, I didn't know how to contact, I'm like, how do you contact a muralist? So I was searching for, for lots of different artists, like around Grovetown, and I had no idea about the artist community here on Broad Street. Mm-hmm. So um, I was trying to reconnect connect with them um, and say, will you go restore that mural? Because it's 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 gonna go away yeah and you know that's not gonna last you can obviously tell it's deteriorated yeah. and they were like what's it to you and you're like it's cool yeah it's got all this exactly. history you yeah. need to do it so like, why do you why do, do you like that so much and i was like well, why don't you <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's really important to augusta I, I feel like it's really important to downtown i feel like it's really awesome i think it would really help people like, nah <laughs> it's not that cool i'm like well it's not that cool to you but it's really cool to me and I, after i couldn't find anybody to do it i'm like I was sitting, I'll never forget it, on that, you know, that uh, little mechanic, or I don't know what it is, on the other side of the street, there's that little warehouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. sitting there in the truck with my best friend, Philip, and we were talking about it. I was like, I cannot find anybody to restore this mural. And it was like right there. <laughs> and, in, and I'm like, I got to give up, you know, it's just going to go away. Let's just take a picture of it. And Philip turns to me, and I'll never forget this moment. He's like, well, why don't you just do it? I'm like, I don't know how to do it. He's like, just do it. <laughs> you love it so much. Who cares? You know? And I'm like, well, what are people? He's like, just do it. He like, wouldn't let me like, yeah. wouldn't let me make an excuse about it. I was like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, if you don't do it, 
people never know what it was. Mm-hmm. Like in five years, that mural will be gone. Yeah. Like I tell so many people that if anybody had walked up and pe- pressure washed that building, it yeah would have been gone. It would have been completely gone. Yeah. And it'd just be another building in, in Augusta. But it's not another building. To me, it's not another building in Augusta. It means a whole lot to me. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more with Addison Nide on the Drop the Disc podcast. But we do have a really cool event in the community coming up this week. It's going to be this Wednesday, October 5th. It's Beer and Bites. It's at the clubhouse. And the really cool thing about this event is not only that it supports the clubhouse, which, as we talk about, is Augusta's nonprofit innovation center, but one, it's totally free. And two, it's on the rooftop of the Georgia Cyber Center. So you have great networking, a great organization, a fantastic location, and beer and food. It's a no-brainer for me. If you want to come check it out, it's going to be this Wednesday, October 5th, 5.30 p.m., the rooftop of the Georgia Cyber Center. And again, it's absolutely free. And if you want to learn more about the programs that the Clubhouse has in Augusta, check them out online at theclubhouse.se. You know, it's kind of cool that you say, you know, just just do it. In yeah, Aug- so who, Augusta, who did you call and ask permission? But, like, but it's cool because <laughs> everybody that we bring on this show in some way, shape, or form has said, Augusta is a place where if you want something done, you can just do it. And it's really cool to hear that because you, without even answering the drop the disc question, you have said what everybody else has said, where if it's not being done... Augusta is a place with a community that will get behind you to do something. Yeah. So, but anyways, to go back to what David was saying. No, yeah. Let's, so, you know, the one, the number one thing that comes up to me now is just as this like practical human being, like <laughs> there's a fence in front of that mural. There's no fence in front of it. There's no fence in front of it. Mm-mm. It's just sitting out there. Yeah. But somebody owns it. Yeah. So how was the process? Did you, did you call people? Did you, I didn't, uh, how long did it take you to do? He just did it. <laughs> I just, yep, I did it. Um, I didn't know there was a process to do to restore. You actually you know. just did do it. Yeah. You wow. like looked up the right colors. Mm-hmm. I called the, I called the corporate office in Atlanta and I said, Hey, you have a mural down here. Um, that's fading away. Uh, what colors do you guys use? Because that's the weirdest question we've ever got. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I really want to know because I really want to do this right. Uh, and the colors are all white. And I know that it wasn't all white mural. Uh, and they're like, well, l- let me do some digging and we'll call you back. And they actually, they called me back. That's and crazy. from the museum was like, they, they have this, uh, you know, like when you go to Loge and you have like a sample, mm-hmm. uh, the swatch, mm-hmm. they actually sent me the Coca-Cola swatch that they used back in the 30s and 40s <laughs> Man. for the actual Coke. It's actually Coke red. There's and like you a, did that what overnight? I did not do it overnight. Um, I was one. I was scared in my boots to do it because <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. It's you know like forty feet long. Yeah, and it's massive. Yeah, and I didn't know like I knew how much paint it would take, but I didn't know the condition of that brick. I had known that the roof had caved in, and but I didn't know how stable that wall was. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I kept getting rained off of it during that time. I picked like the worst week to start it because like half of it was done and then, you know, half of it wasn't. It just kept raining every single day. So. So let me get this straight. You <laughs> said, I'm going to do it yep. after your friend Patrick was like, you need to do it. Philip. Philip. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Philip. <laughs> um, and you didn't call anybody. You just, ex- I mean, you Except didn't. Except Coke. I called Coke. Coke. Yeah, I called them. And you, once you got all your. Ducks in a row, you 
just did it. Yeah, but I didn't know at the time that there's a process. You know, sure. like I saw yeah. a bunch of murals downtown, yeah. and I'm like, okay, these are cool. They're, yeah, this is cool here. And I didn't know, like, no, you can't. You got to ask permission. Like, I learned so much from that. Yeah, you know, I learned everything. From did they? That. Did anybody get upset with you? Like, just. I don't know. I, I mean, define upset. I mean, did anybody reach out to you and say, yeah. hey, next time you do this, please yeah. call me? Exactly. That <laughs> okay. was their exact words. Okay. <laughs> you asked for forgiveness, I not did. permission. Yeah, I did. Okay. And thankfully, um, the owners were very, um, they were very surprised um, that I did it, yeah. I think. Uh, it, did, it was weird. They thanked me for it, um, but they said, you know, it would have been nice for an email or a phone call that you were going to do it, you know, because I didn't just do one. I did two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never do something small. Yeah. Well, because, you know, there's nine of them. There's nine murals on that building. You right. Know, you know, I was going to do them all. And wow. Then, you know, I, I was. Wow. Um, but after the second one is when people really started to reach out from the community it was like, do you know about RC Cola? Do you know about Diet Right Cola? Do you know about Canada Dry? Do you know about jack daniels and and i was like i don't know about any of these like i know about coca-cola that was yeah. my intention just to do that one and i took a poll online and on my instagram and i was like do you guys want to see more of these and i took pictures of like rc cola and diet right and it was like blew the, up it was it was like i've never seen anything like it people were like sending me messages like are you please do that please do this <laughs> please do this one and sending me pictures of all over broad street and all over reynolds and it was it was crazy. That's awesome. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep doing them. So this and was a pure <laughs> passion project. Yeah, there was no return. Mm -mm. It was you were spending for no. the. There was probably a negative return. Oh yeah, God. yeah. No, Coca Cola. The both of them took about a thousand dollars each wow. to restore those murals. Yeah, that's a lot of paint. Yeah, and I started a little GoFundMe for it because um, I knew. What's your What's your tag? How can people find it? No, I, I got rid of it. Oh, you, know, you I, that you're done. Okay. Yeah, I'm done with the, the GoFundMe part. Okay. Um, cause I had a lot of people ask a lot of, you know, questions about it and I was just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just mm -hmm. not going to do it. You know? Interesting. My, my business does fairly well. Thanks. Very thankfully. So, um, but I do have to save up for these. And it's right. not like I can just go over, you know, fourth street and just like, here I go. Yeah. thousand dollars in paint. Let's just, do it. Yep. <laughs> here we go. And it takes a lot of money, but when I built the plan right after Coca-Cola to start doing these, mm -hmm. um, like I mentioned before, I'm very, uh, uh, organized mm -hmm. and I have, I'm very OCD about it. I, I needed to build a plan and I needed to build uh, a financial plan and a schedule. Like mm -hmm. if I'm going to do this, this is going to take up a lot of my time. This is going to take up a lot of my mm -hmm. bank account and this is going to take uh, a lot of my energy to be able to do these. Um, but once I was committed to it, I'm like, I need number one, they have to be completely historically accurate. Like what I do, what I restore has to be exactly what it was. I don't want to add to it. I don't want to take away from it. I don't want it to be anything less than what it actually was. That was the, the main thing. And the, the second thing is I don't want to do anything offensive or anything that uh, a child or a young person might see and get uh, you know, poorly influenced. So I don't want to do the firearm ones. I don't want to do the cigarette ones and I don't want to do the liquor ones. Cause there's, there's a lot of those. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then mostly I did, I, I 
wanted to make sure that I have the time and the schedule to be able to do these because each one of them takes, uh, you guys get to see it in yeah. 59 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it actually takes about two weeks. Are you still doing commercial painting? Yeah, I still do. I'm, so you're balancing both of those things mm-hmm. and you've got your business, of course. Yes. So um, this this one project that you kind of did that you were just sitting at a truck talking about somebody needs to do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. This kind of puts you, like you said, in the forefront of people's minds in the art community. And you kind of talked a little bit about what happened next with people talking about, you know, restoring other murals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple c- cool murals that are less historic that, uh, yeah, at least starting with the um, with the pink slips one. Yeah. And uh, and some also yeah. original murals that you've started doing. So talk mm-hmm. about that. How did one we OK, people don't know this. We had Jason Craig in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. The day before the pink slips was unveiled. <laughs> yes. And we had a 10 minute conversation with Jason <clears throat> about how sad it was that nobody would ever get to see pink slips again. Yeah. And how it was so tragic that there would be no more pictures. And no, and literally the next, the next day, day we see your reel. The next yeah. day we see you come out with it, which <laughs> is cool because you, it's almost it's almost like showing the significance of of kind of what this can mean not just to like the historic Augusta, but also to the artists involved in these in the past. Yeah. So how did the pink slips one happen? And then how did you start doing your own murals on top of all of this other stuff that you're doing? So um, I w- I've always been a massive fan of Jason Craig. He did the, the Get Up Augusta. It was always the, the one that I've, I always remember was my first time here. Yeah. So having a line of communication with him, I was, you know, I just... I was like a little schoolgirl. I'm like, oh my God, I'm talking to Jason Craig. <laughs> like, this is so cool, you know? And he's like, you want to have coffee or uh, uh, over in North Augusta? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, but first I'm, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Um, he was talking about pink slips. I would always see the pink slips come up in like the stories and he'd post yeah. about it. And I'd always see, it wasn't like the actual building. Right. It was like him like standing with like people and there's always these giant pink you know, bars. Yeah. Right. I'm like, oh, what is that? What is that? So I finally asked him, like, what is all that pink stuff? Like on the walls? Yeah. Like, on, is that on the inside? Because it looks like it's on the outside. And he's like, yeah. And he showed me pictures. And it turned into this big thing where he was like, yeah, it was my art studio. He told me all about it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm talking to Jason Craig. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why isn't this here anymore? You know, because the story he was saying about it, it didn't sit well with me. Like I went to bed that night with it. And I'm like, this is, this doesn't add up. This isn't, this is some, this is wrong. Like I felt it like in my spirit, like it was I'm like, why isn't this here? It impacted so many people on such a positive light and, and, and so big for artists and so big for the community. Where, where is it? And I had another conversation with him. I was like, where, where is it? Like, why was, why is it not here anymore? Like where, what happened to that mural? And he kind of, walk me through the process of how it disappeared. And um, I had just done RC Cola and Diet Rec Cola. They're right next to each other. On the Where back. are those? Those are the back of Pink Slips. Yeah. And um, I found out that the same guy that owned the RC Cola owns Pink Slips. Yep. So yeah, I put two and two together and I said, I said it really casually to him because <laughs> I didn't know how he would put it. I'm like, it'd be really something if somebody brought that Pink Slip mural back. You know, just to just yeah. to see what just to, little, you know put a little prod. feeler out there, yeah. Just to see like what he would say, and he's like, "That'd be great. I get you the paint codes." And, like, <laughs> and I was like, "Listen, 
<laughs> you know, I had Canada Dry and I had Seven Up like right next mm-hmm. to it, right? right. So I, I didn't, I had no intention. It, it just kept, totally came out of left field. But it's something that was really heavy on me. I was like, I, I could totally do this. Like this would be a bear, and I'd probably like hate my life for like three days, right? You know, because of the the tape and yeah. the measurements and and all that. But I feel like this would be really rad for the community to see it and hopefully get more involved in the art arts community because um, as far as, I, you know, I wasn't around when Pink Slips was around. Um, so I don't really know about the events and the things that they had, which I really would really love it if Pink Slips existed now, you know, like so because of the impact that it had and right. because the artist had a place to hang out and, and make posters and just you know, drink or just, you know, yeah. socialize. And, right. you know, like, why don't we have that in Augusta? And we, you know, we just don't, we don't, we don't really have that. And if we do, I don't, I just don't know about it yet. But I thought like, one, it was really important to the community. Two, it was probably really important to Jason, you know, because that was his, right. you know, I can't imagine what that was for him. You know, that was his studio. So, and three, like if, Maybe it would inspire people like, hey, let's 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 bring pink slips back. So let's yeah. do something like pink slips or, you know, remember this. So that when they look at the building, they can remember maybe a better time in their life. Or Jason Craig is listening to this right now and he's going to give you a call later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I I love that you brought back pink slips, the, the design of it, because we had conversations with Jason and he was talking about how people bloggers from Charleston yeah, and from yeah. Columbia would come here just to take a picture in front of it. Right. I mean, it, it, it brought people to Augusta and then it also gave us something to be proud of. Yeah. Oh, we have a lot to be proud of here in Augusta, Georgia, but just something different. Yeah. You know? So One of the, thank yeah. you for bringing that back. Well, you know, it's Jason. It, it, I, it always feels really awkward and I almost didn't post it, but I wanted people to know that it was back. Um, but because it's his mural, yeah. And it was his thing. Um, it, it was almost really awkward when people were like, I love that. I love that. Like, you got to thank Jason. Yeah. You know, it was his, you know, yeah. so it, it had that awkwardness to it. Um, after like, cause people that you don't want to take here, credit for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People yeah. that aren't from here or that follow me, you know, elsewhere, they think that it was just something that I did, you know, or I, you know, I'm like, no, it, you got to thank Jason, you know? And it was, it's his, it's completely his mural and, and I, I don't take any credit for it at all. And I just, I couldn't have been happier that he let me do it and he yeah. gave me the color codes and I only slightly tweaked it just, just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. The only thing that I did, you is made it better. I didn't make it better at all. <laughs> just no, kidding. no, no. Um, I used flat paint for the light pink and then I used high gloss for the dark pink. It's just so when you see it at night, it has oh, yeah. a little bit more of a, uh, an accent to it. Neat. So, because there's it's a that cool light thing for people to look for right on thirteenth. Yeah, the, 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 the light that shines on it. It's it really picks up the gloss. The gloss. Yeah. of the the stripes. Don't go anywhere and don't skip ahead because we have a great event coming up this weekend, which general admission is absolutely free for, and your purchase of alcoholic beverages helps raise money for charity. So it's a check, check. And then the third check is there's going to be some awesome local music. And I'm talking about Augusta Rocks Fest. It's going to be located right outside Second City Distillery on 8th Street, right by the entrance of the Riverwalk. 
come check it out. It's going to be family friendly. We're going to have food trucks and of course, an incredible lineup of local music that will not disappoint, including the Mason Jars, Low Moves, Estimated Principles, and Forrest Coulter, and one surprise guest that we haven't quite announced yet. But if you watch the morning mix, we did announce it there, and, and we're going to do some social media giveaways kind of around this concert this week. So make sure you're following us at Drop the Disc Pod, and we'll see you this Saturday, October 8th from 4 to 10 p.m. at Augusta Rocks Fest. So now we've talked about you doing other people's work. Let's talk about you doing your own work. <laughs> mm. So um, I know that you've been involved in organizations like Beautify Augusta, you know, to, to do murals downtown. I know that you've also potentially had uh, some some murals inside some buildings that people. So so how did that? Because it seems like you may have your hands full, but then you start, you know, you start kind of doing what really you started doing when you were eight, you know, drawing the mural on, yeah. your, on your closet, you mm -hmm. kind of get back to that. Mm -hmm. So how did that, how did that happen? And is uh, that something that you're kind of going more into as well? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of murals um, that I have scheduled that are my own, that are original. Um, the hardest part is finding the business owners or where to place it. Mm -hmm. Like the big, the, the largest struggle that I have now is I created a never give up mural um, that Leonard Zinnerman uh, deeply inspired for me. Uh, because of the way that he marketed the the, the robot, mm -hmm. um, deeply inspired me. But uh, the one of the biggest ones that he did was the yes you can. Mm -hmm. um, so I was very. Um, I don't know how to make this a, a short story uh, about <laughs> okay. the about go ahead. just about the yeah. yes you can. Yeah, go ahead. It means so much to me because I was really struggling with my self confidence as an artist before I saw it, and but. I was walking around downtown while he was doing it. Um, he was, yes. And I was like, what is that? Like, what, what, that is so awesome. Like, he could have just left, yes. And I was yeah. like, yes. To just, you, know, <laughs> you know? And, and he's like, you. And I was like, what in the world? And it was like the first time I, I really like saw firsthand of like how murals are done. Yeah. The, just the size of these murals and what it takes to do them. And it just, it, it, it shot me to a whole another level and it inspired me like I want I need like I need to do this like this needs to be something that I can do too and that was at the very very beginning uh, when I first when I first moved over mm -hmm. over on Somerville and mm -hmm. um, I was following him and and watching that and then watching this yes you can go up and as a man that was really struggling with my self-confidence as an artist it was it was almost like a confirmation for me that on uh, on much um, deeper level, that's something I really needed to hear, and I really needed to see. And um, w when when I uh, when I do them my own, I always look back on the yes you can um, because I struggle a lot with can I really do this? Like after each restoration, I'm like, I did it. You know, but like <laughs> yeah. during it, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't want to mess this up. Like I, cause it's most of the walls that, that they're on are, you know, in really poor shape. Right. You know, there's no easy way to say it. It's like painting a mural in this. Like, it's just like sound foam, like not yeah. even a brick. Yeah. 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 Like the, on the Canada dry, there's bricks coming in and out. You know, I had to regrout it. Like I had to put new bricks on it because it would just come out. Wow. I just pulled the brick out with my hand. You know, and a lot of the walls are like that. But to answer your question, 
Um, I'm sorry, I get so no. That's no, no. Off, off track. Tell the story. Um, uh, the never give up one is I'm in a situation where I've never been in before, where multiple business owners want it on their wall. So I'm like, well, where do I where where do where, where do I put it? It's a good problem to have. Yeah, and I'm like, well, um, and I get I love being able to get advice from from other artists, and they're they've been so busy with with arts and the heart. They just haven't had time right now to, to sit down and meet with me. But I, I did get the tremendous honor. Uh, I was really excited. I got to sit down and, and have nachos and burritos with, uh, with Leonard um, about a week ago. And I got what does he order? I just got to know. Right. Rice and beans. With, nice. With, I believe uh, it. <laughs> with some queso on top. He makes Solid. like, he makes his own little thing i'll let him tell you but (laughs) it's really 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 good he takes a bunch of things and puts them together i'm like oh my gosh like i've lived here for two years and i've never thought about combining these two things it's (laughs) it's amazing and it's it's awesome he's like try this margarita i'll never i'll never forget that he like poured it into like a little solo cup he's like try this and i was like okay what is it he's like it's a margarita i'm like ugh it was like just straight, just alcohol. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, they make them strong at Nacho Mama. They really do. They really do. And it was the first time I ever had a margarita before. Wow. So I don't, I don't drink or right. anything like that. But I was like, oh, <laughs> you know. But what was your first? So what was your first original the, mural? The first one I did um, was the kind words are like honey over there on the bee's knees. That's so I nice. Was, thank you. I love that. Thanks. Love I was, that one. Uh, I was building on my web, building my website um, at the Bees Knees a lot. And I love coffee, and I love I love that place so much. And it's just the atmosphere is it's amazing. I mm-hmm. just like that. It's like you're stepping into like a different era. You know, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's it definitely is. a vibe. It's a vibe. is. And um, I had heard um, that he was looking for a, a mural. And I pitched him. I, I got to talk to Eric. I, I emailed him. And I was like, I, I'm a, I want to do a mural. Would you let me do a mural? He's like, yeah, show me what you got. And I showed him my first thing that I really wanted. He's like, nope, I'm not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, like, make something like cute and playful and fun. And I was like, okay. So I was at uh, Elevate Conference with my church down mm-hmm. in Daytona. Mm-hmm. And what I like to do is I like to put uh, draw scriptures and uh, drawing on these like, these little disposable coffee cups at the <laughs> church, and then people. So we can... got napkins, plates, coffee <laughs> cups. <laughs> Restaurants, watch out for this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was doing a lot of the little scriptures on coffee cups, and people could grab them, have coffee, and just it makes makes it like a unique experience. And right. One of the ones that I did was uh, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. And it was a long one, and. Uh, um, I said, I did this one. I showed him a picture of the cup. I had a picture taken of the cup. You know, <laughs> it was just so, <laughs> you know, not that good. And he's like, I like that. That's really cool. If you redesign that, I might let you do that. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, I really like it. So I, I just redesigned the same thing. I tried to make it look a little bit more like honey. Kind of like honey, like yeah. A little drip it a little yeah. bit. And he's like, and um, it was much longer. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, healing to the bones. He's like, what if we did just kind words or like honey and just cut it and you could make it real big. I'm like, okay. And that's good. And that's, and that's, that's awesome. It, and that's all. It, he was, he was totally involved in the entire process, Eric, um, all the way down to me shooting it up on the wall. Um, he's like, I want it really, really big. 
I'm like, you do? I'm like, yeah. Like, okay. I was thinking about like doing it like, you know, next to the window, like this tall. And he's like, no, 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 no. I want it like seven feet tall. I was like, seven feet tall. I like that. <laughs> I think so, that was the right call too, because you can read it from the street now. You can read it from Taco Cat. So yeah. I think that's a. I think he made the right call there. Got to give Eric some credit here. <laughs> and and you've kind of alluded to this, but um, you do videos mm-hmm. every time you do a mural, right? Yeah. So so talk about that. Just you know, at least briefly, like you know, how can people find your Instagram page and and what kind of videos do you do? I do the time lapse videos. Um, Instagram only allows me to do it in little fifty nine second. Mm-hmm. increments mm-hmm. so i would love it for to be at least like two minutes three minutes because it goes by so fast you don't see like kind of i feel like it takes away of a lot of the effort that i put into it um and the videos but uh i was inspired by leonard he made a time lapse of uh nothing without a woman or a girl mm-hmm. he did a whole time lapse about that and because it inspired me so much i was like i want to i want to do that um i've done a lot of murals that weren't a video and there's a couple murals that I did that I don't even tell anybody that I did it. You know, I asked the owner for permission and just did it. But, um, there was one just to see if like people would notice yeah, you know, right. being restored. Um, and I make the videos in, in hopes that people can see that it's not that complicated. Mm. Like I always thought like it's in the beginning, like, Oh, I could never do that. It's so big. It's so intricate. So detailed. I could never do that. So it's hard work. I mean, really, it, it, it is. A, it is a lot of work. Yeah. But, but on the flip side, your videos make it seem very easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm kind of hoping for that anybody that wants to do a mural that might be struggling with their self-confidence, like I could never do that. Like you can absolutely do that. Yeah. Like I didn't know how to do it either. I just did my research and studied real hard and got the opportunity to talk to a got bunch the of book. artists yeah. and got the book murals for dummies yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool yeah disclaimer it takes three thousand times longer in, in real life <laughs> i know i really i really wish i could make them longer but um, but now we've we kind of briefed up on it a little bit at arts in the heart but you had mentioned a um a project yeah with the coca-cola mm-hmm not the original project that you did with them, but a future project. Yeah. If you want to, I know you can't talk about details, but could mm-hmm. you give us a little bit of a surface, whatever you're allowed to talk about? What, what, how did that happen? And where, maybe is it downtown or is it, you oh, know, yeah. what, what is this? There, I have a couple things in the works with them that I'm really, really excited about. They invited me out to their, uh, uh, bottling company over there on, on leg road mm-hmm. and I got to meet all the awesome guys over there and that mm-hmm. was such an amazing experience for me getting able being able to see like how far they've come you know since they were here over on Reynolds and um, we talked about a lot about their involvement in Augusta before um, when they sponsored a lot of projects before and they had a lot of art events that they would hold you know before I before I ever got here and, you know, we talked about a lot of different projects, but the the main one was ever since I did the first one, my intention has always been to do the mall. <laughs> I, I, I can't stress this enough. I want the mall restored. <laughs> um, it but will it's happen. very, it was very important for me after the second one that, okay, Coca-Cola didn't own this. There's somebody else that owns this building. I need them to tell me that I can do the rest because there's quite a lot more on that building 
and it's very significant to me. Um, just as just as a resident, not even as an artist, it's just mm-hmm. as a fan of Augusta and as a fan of Coca Cola, I really believe that it would be really important. It is very important for Augusta to have it restored. Um, so I I really wanted their help uh, because um, the people that I needed to talk to aren't just people that I can just call. You know, right. they're not. Um, it's it's just not like that. There's um, levels, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been working really closely with the DDA. They have been extremely kind. That's the Downtown Development Authority. Yep. Okay. They've been extremely kind and helpful. Um, they wanted to endorse the project, and then I've been tremendously blessed and honored to be able to talk to uh, Derek May over at Azalea uh, that looked over my proposal and. Um, as what I heard that he wanted to endorse it, but it also has to go to another level um, to get that approved, um, which I, that's the last step of it. But um, I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, there's three more um, on the front side of the building. And as you know, like the fifth street bridge just opened and I don't know, you know what their plans are for that building, but it has a lot of significance to Augusta that I think that we forgot. And I've, I've, I think that it's really important that we remember, you know, that it's important going forward and looking into the future, but it's also really important, I feel like. Yeah, pay tribute. Yeah, to, to how far that we've come and, you know, what we used to have and not a lot of whole states, not a lot of states have what we have. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that we should cherish and preserve the, the awesome things that makes Augusta really great, like we have one of the original Coca-Cola bottling companies here. Yeah. So and I, I can't I can't wait for for them to um to 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 let me know what they think of it. I made this giant proposal. Um I did the best thing I could is printing off a bunch of pictures and recommendations from people and and why it, mostly why it's so important to me right. and why I feel like it would be important to Augusta. Yeah, and we'll be we'll be following along that too. So when when you make that announcement, will you make it on your Instagram page, or will you just do it and we'll see the video? Actually, I'm going to announce it on the news. You're going to announce it on the news, Look so everybody you. watch out for that. Okay? Yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm actually going to make it a national event if they. Wow, I'll make it a statewide thing. That's incredible. I will. Well, you got to keep us in the loop on that, so we yeah. can we can do what we can. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. That's incredible, man. Congratulations. Yeah, seriously, but it's not for me. I, I it's not it, I. I could leave my name out of it, you know. It's not for me. This is for Augusta. It's still an it's honor being the person that gets to do it, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm just very and thankful. the person that did the hard work because there's no saying that somebody else maybe didn't have the talent to do it, but the hard work is uh, probably the most important piece. And clearly, you've been you've been putting a lot of hard work into Augusta, and yeah. you know we got to thank you for that. Awesome. And thank and you. if you're not going to give yourself the credit, then we'll give you the credit. We're okay with that. But also Azalea and, you know, Morris Communications. They're and the, we love Azalea. We yeah. love Azalea as we well. Are. Derek May has been on the show. Yeah. So we, we, we'll we we'll throw a small amount of credit his way. But <laughs> Thanks for listening, Derek. He's <laughs> <laughs> an amazing man. He has one incredible human being. Yeah. He is. Don't play him in ping pong. No. <laughs> do not. So we, we do like to ask every guest on this show the final question, our mm. drop the disc question. Yeah. And uh, I like to phrase it as uh, – if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city oh, of yeah, Augusta, you about this the, what what would you tell them? 
Yeah, we made you answer this at the festival, yeah. but we got to have it on record for yeah. the show. Yeah. What would I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they if they dissed si- the city of Augusta, what would you say to them? The Drop the Disc question is presented by Trainer Gray. Here at Trainer Gray Media, we are a full-service, award-winning marketing agency specializing in video production based right here in Augusta. We have experience at both the local and national level, partnering with businesses to bring their message to the forefront. Whether you need video, graphic design, digital or traditional advertising, web work, or creative services, we exist to help you tell your story. And what would I say? You're a butt bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I, said glad. I, I said during the festival I'd paint their house black. You did say that. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I mean, I, probably I would. would. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got too much going on to do that. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of paint, lots of scheduling complex, but don't just <laughs> don't take it. Don't diss Augusta. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What would you, what would anybody, have you ever heard about anybody dissing Augusta? That's why we're, that's why we're around. Well, and I do feel like there was a there was a bigger culture of kind of like not being as proud of the city, probably in coming up to like 2017 ish when there was a lot of development downtown and you hear a lot less of it now. Mm-hmm. But having been here for a long time, there's a few communities, um, you know, the bedroom communities, Columbia County, North Augusta where a lot of people, you know, won't go downtown or don't have, you know, positive feelings about the CSRA in general and aside from the specific pocket that they're in. So, you know, part of the testimony that that we get is talking to those people, you know, almost directly us talking to those people and like, hey, these are things that you may not know about that we want you to know is going on that's trying to make the area a better place. So there's a little context. I mean, and obviously you being here four years and not hearing a lot of that. I love to hear that. Yeah, I love that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. like the greatest thing ever. So I Addison, mean, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Yeah, I mean, you are, thanks. you're doing so many things for Augusta. We got to give you so many props. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason has only great things to say about you as well. So we got to, we got to put that on the record too. And but pork chop, he doesn't talk much, but I'm sure he says much. about <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Addison, thank you so much, thanks. man. Thank you. Thank you.